Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, um, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Nelly Kaliki Maka. Yes, there you go. All right. So, um, <laughs> Melina Boswell here. Merry Christmas to you all. And, yes, we say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Um, however else you, whatever other things you celebrate. But uh, today it's funny in the house I have uh, everybody here with me. The only one we're missing right now is Johnny. Oh, yeah. We're missing Johnny today. So uh, he had to make a trip down to Mexico. So um, pick up a really important package. And uh, he's not Not that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, so uh, today I've got, yep, I got Frank Luna here. Hey. Yeah. Christian Rios. Hey guys. Marianne Banco. Aloha. And Joel Banco. How's it? Mm-hmm. Andrew Boswell. Aloha. And David Boswell. Hey. Oscar Solaris. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and Tim Wilkinson. Hello. And Kevin Sito behind the camera. Hello. All right. So, um, so... We wanted to have a conversation today about uh, end of the year, right? So what happened this year? What's what's going on looking forward into 2020? Uh, I wanted to bring you guys a little bit of insight maybe from each one of us about what we've done uh, in 2019. And so it's interesting. Uh, I was reminded, so first of all, you know, last year, well, this year, Technically, last year, technically, uh, December 31st, 2018, Tim made probably the biggest decision of his life, life-changing moment for him. He got married on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And uh, and so later that night, as we were, uh, I don't know, sipping tequila and yeah. chatting, uh, we, <laughs> you know, solving the world's problems, uh, Oscar uh, and Christian and John and I, uh, we're sitting talking and we were talking about the new year and what it was looking like going into 2019. And I, I said to Christian uh, and John specifically, I said, so, hey, I don't think 29 is our year. 2019. <laughs> 2019 yeah, sorry. 2019 isn't our year. It's not going to be the year that we come out. Uh, 2019 is going to be, it's going to be a tough year for us. And it's going to be a year of building and uh, a year of, of, um, yeah, building is what I what I really saw, and I guess I was right. <laughs> the, I think the one thing I didn't recognize or, or wasn't able to articulate was that it would be a year of dismantling first, a, a year of uh, pruning and taking things down before we were able to build. And so I believe that the first first part of the year, uh, well, there was a lot of dismantling that had to that had to take place for us uh, as a group, um, as a club. Um, and really as us, us as a leadership team, you know, the club is really us. And, uh, as I, as I was looking back on my journals, uh, from the beginning of the year, uh, what that looked like, I saw, uh, I had a very clear vision in my spirit, like my spirit, I was really clear on the things that needed to take place inside the club, but I wasn't necessarily, well, the truth is I didn't remember that. 
all the clarity that I had, but I journaled. And so I don't know if you don't journal, um, I highly recommend journaling because it's so helpful to go back and read what you wrote because then you go, oh, I, I'm not crazy. I, I did know what I was doing. Uh, but I can say for me, looking back at 2019, it's been, um, it's a, there's, there's moments in time that are a blur for me. And then there's moments that I have that are crystal clear. Uh, and, you know, in March of 2019, I hit the, the dreaded or the coveted or the dramatic milestone of one year um, without Dave. So when you're uh, being a widow when you're running the um, club, you know, sort of, uh, you know, on my own with my own vision, uh, obviously not alone with you guys though, and enrolling you in, in what my vision, what my vision is, and then all of us sort of stepping in and implementing that. Um, the idea of having both David and Andrew working with me, trying to identify what what their roles were, what that looks like. So much went into this last year. And uh, so it's it's been an incredible year, frankly. Uh, and I, I look back and I think of what we've done, what we've accomplished over the last year is, is really, really, um, it's astounding to me. So a couple of things that I set out to do this year, and I'll kind of share what... Um, the most important, I think, things that I did, aside from hitting the one-year uh, milestone of um, without Dave, I uh, I had come to the realization uh, as, as a leader of the organization that I've 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 now learned very well how to uh, teach people to make money. That I'm really good at creating million dollar earners. I can show people how to do it, what skill set is necessary. And, and we have the, the vehicle inside of real estate investing to actually allow that to happen. So real estate is just the vehicle, but the skill set that's required to be a, a true entrepreneur, somebody who is a driver, a, um, a moneymaker, frankly, uh, something that I've, I've got very good at. I recognized that um, the area I have fallen in, in terms of people that I coach and mentor is uh, teaching them how to steward the money that they make. So teaching them how to manage wealth, how to manage money, how to budget, how to invest money that they make, uh, and to plan and prepare for the future is something that I have lacked in. And so I made a decision early in the year that I would become a certified financial coach so that I could then teach a class on, uh, on financial literacy and financial health, right? Is that what we call it, Oscar? Financial, fitness. financial fitness. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did. I did accomplish that this year. I did become a sort of a certified financial coach, and so I'm in the process now of creating curriculum around uh, wealth management and uh, stewardship. Um, the second thing is um, my goal to take the club from a startup model a startup organization, because that's what it was, a real startup, uh, like from the ground up, and uh, turn it or shift us into a real corporate model so that we could duplicate. We could duplicate the club because I believe that the club is so life-changing for so many people that I want to be able to share what it represents uh, with as many people and truly around the world 
um, that I can. And so there's been a huge undertaking of the people sitting at this table um, that they've taken on to make that a possibility. Actually, more than a possibility. It's it's a re very real thing. Uh, so there's been a lot of work that has gone into the organization in terms of transforming it into a corporate model that is duplicatable and scalable. Then last but not least, I have uh, I did embark on the journey of writing my book. And so uh, it's been, that's probably been the most um, difficult thing that I've had to do. Uh, it has never been a goal of mine, never been on my bucket list. Uh, I always make jokes about if I ever wrote a book, what it would be named. And, and um, But it's not ever something that I had like a goal, like, hey, I really, really want to write a book. The reality is, is that I don't, I'm not comfortable writing this book. <laughs> I am doing it very reluctantly and uh, out of obedience because I believe it's what I'm supposed to do. So uh, I am in the middle of writing my book right now. I'm not sure when it'll be completed and ready for publishing, but it is absolutely underway. So um, I would say that Big Mo, as we call it, or momentum is on our side and we are seeing it show up in a large way. So I kind of wanted to hear from you guys, maybe you could share with our listeners, uh, maybe the most significant things, kind of like I just did. You know, I just shared, I gave you a quick synopsis of the most in, uh, impactful things that I did this year. And and it can be personal and or business. Um, I think I'd love to hear maybe one thing at least, and maybe two things, whatever, that uh, that happened for you this year and how Big Mo is starting to show up um, in your lives. So, um, David, I'll start with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't... Some, it's interesting because something I was thinking about while you were talking is I was kind of recapping to the beginning of the year when we, you know, when we first started going down this road <clears throat> and I was just realizing that my belief level <laughs> in the club and like where my actual belief level was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just because of a lack of being around it all mm -hmm. the time, really understanding like what people were going to do, how much effort people were going to put in. And I didn't know, you know, how much real estate was going to come out of it. I didn't know how hungry people were going to be. So I had no real concept of how to grasp what was going to happen. And so what I realized is my belief level is now like through the roof It's compared to where we started because I've seen consistently over the year people, people who put the work in, um, well, we've shown up. You know, first of all, I've shown up. I've just continued to stay in and be committed regardless of how I felt. And I, I've realized that not everybody but a few people have stayed in, you know, stayed in the same way. And the real estate shows based on that. Mm -hmm. And the activity. the activity, the actual things that have happened, I can see, sorry, I can see those people are having success on so my belief level now is just in an entirely different place. So um, the commitment or the, the, the idea of being committed is it looks a lot different now, you know? So I can, I can honestly say big Mo has been something I've heard my whole life. <laughs> um, and I know that you put consistent work in the activity, it shows results after so long, but more now more than ever over the, over the last year, I mean, we're, we're pretty much overwhelmed at this point. <laughs> with too many real estate with too deals. many real estate deals because yeah. the people who have put the work in and stayed consistent are <laughs> they they're in deals there are things happening right now mm -hmm. and um 
it's just all of the all of the evidence is there. So for me, you know, we said when you said 2019 wasn't wasn't the year, I just couldn't it's crystal clear now. <laughs> it's just like crystal clear because the entire year has been building. Mm-hmm. We've all just been grinding. Like not uh, there hasn't been a ton of success, but you can just see it all brewing. You can feel it all brewing. I can I can taste it. It's just right on the other side of this hill now. So, I don't think that I don't think anybody's going to have a different experience. I don't, you know, there's not a single person. You know, it's interesting when you say that like there hasn't been a ton of success and it's like we've been building, we've been grinding, but part of that grinding has been their their pruning. Mm. So, you know, you don't see, you don't see, uh, you don't see quote unquote success when you're in the pruning process, right? You just see dead, dead things. You don't see, you don't have that instant gratification, yeah. which one of those things that makes you want to quit. Right. That's exactly right. And so the, the pruning that we've had to do has been in terms of people, mm-hmm. in terms of um, attitudes and ways of being and uh <laughs> pruning how we've lived our lives. Uh, and it's been painful, right? It's been painful. That's why I said the thing I didn't see was the dismantling part. Uh, I thought we would be building and grinding, but we have been building and grinding along with the pruning process. And it is interesting how most people don't know what to do with us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most people don't know how to relate to us. And the people here at this table have decided to stay with us and uh, which is which is incredible, and so um, the the pruning in the building is you know there's starting to be little sprouts of growth now, and like we can actually see oh there's a there's a oh there's a new growth oh there's a new little sprout coming, and so we know what is to come right I know I I, I have a vision for the next five years uh, to be pretty unbelievable, and it's going to start this year in 2020, mm-hmm. so that's a very interesting thing uh, to go through. I wish we could be like, yeah, it's all awesome. No, it's been painful, um, painful, so difficult. I mean, as a family, we've been learning how to <laughs> how to work together, how to live together. We've been living in different states for the last 10 years, and now we're learning how to, you know, live together and work together. And, and um, it's, yeah, it's, it's been tough. It's been really, really hard, but great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for 2020 because now I feel like we can. Now I, I feel a clear sense of direction. I know where we're going. I know where the club's going. I know the things that I have to do to get us to the next level, to get myself to the next level. I want to get more organized. Um, you know, now that things are things are so busy and hectic, it's really easy to lose track of stuff. And if you don't get organized, I can see that you start losing track of things and <laughs> money starts going missing. Like, <laughs> Where'd that go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, That's okay. So. You're going to have financial fitness class soon, exactly. don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So what better timing, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, so Oscar, thanks, David. Let's hear from you, huh? Sure. Um, for me, it's um, everything you guys have said, right? Um but I think uh, when it comes to the success that David was talking about, you know, we, a lot of times when you're stepping into this business, you look at success as dollars, you look mm-hmm. at it as deals, as transactions you're involved in, people, homeowners that you saved, mm-hmm. and so forth. And, and those are all great things, and those, that's what happens. But for me, I've, I've stepped back and looked at success in, in the way of 
how have we become united? Um, how have we actually locked arms and worked together? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that shift is probably the biggest success we've had this year. Agreed. Because <clears throat> it's, it's evident in the people that are joining the club <laughs> and the success that they're having. Because if you look at, you know, I was sitting here listening to David talking about overwhelmed with transactions. Yes. <laughs> um, but if you look at the, who's overwhelming us with transactions, it's people started right about June, mm-hmm. May, June timeframe to join the club right. that are seeing their own momentum pick up and go. That's so, true. so <clears throat> right. So it's just a success is perspective, right? It's all your, in your perspective and your perception of things. I'm not disagreeing with David at all because, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's been a struggle going on. But when I, when I look at it from that perspective and the shifts that we've made in how we, how we teach, the, the courses that we've added – the um, the way we approach our initial training for our club members, the shifts we're making in our support structure, all those things have just been falling into place and is really setting the stage for what's to come in the following year, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's becoming, to, it's going to be, it's getting to the point of not only is it something that's duplicatable, but it's also adaptable, mm. Right? We learned that with Hawaii. It's, mm-hmm. We take what we have, it's duplicatable, but now we have to adapt it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, easy to, it's much easier now to adapt things from lessons learned through Hawaii and all that. So this, there's a ton of success that we've experienced that most people would look at. It's like, oh, that's just stuff that you do. Mm. Yeah. No, we had to, we like, we're like that mechanic when the oil pan falls on him and <laughs> oil goes everywhere. He's like, crap, right? Yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. And then he has to rebuild the engine, right? right. That's what right. we did. That's exactly right. Well said. Well said. Well said. All right. Hey, Tim John. Let's hear from you. I think, uh, first of all, a lot of what you guys have said, but a few of the things that you said that um, speak to me personally, specifically this year, is that, like when you said about the dismantling, Mm -hmm. personally, I feel like I've been dismantled this year. You know, brand new marriage and all just so much shift personally as well as business wise. And then when we look at when I look at at the club and, you know, I I shared this recently with with somebody uh, who was struggling with the idea that they wanted to quit. And I, I I was sharing that, you know, I've wanted to quit this business so many times and I've wanted to quit at times when. I was broke and nothing was happening and I've wanted to quit at times when there was so much money and so many deals happening that I couldn't stay on top of it. And I still wanted to quit, right. <laughs> right. you know, so big yes. Mo was dragging me along yeah. and I, that's how I feel <laughs> this year. Uh-huh. It, like uh-huh. personally, I feel like the last half of this year I've been being drugged by big Mo, hey. you know, cause we've been really working and, and doing a lot of things as a club and, you know, we're seeing, you know, Oscar mentioned that a lot of what we're seeing right now is from club members um, from like June on. But personally, I'm seeing a lot of activity from club members who have been around for quite a while and right. who are they're finally starting to see their own momentum yeah. start picking up, you know. And um, it's like everybody around the momentum is really picking up. And, and like personally, like what David said, I f- I'm very excited about where, where I'm personally going, but also where the club is going and where, um, the people that we work with are going. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they, they are really starting to pick things up like so much that 
like I sometimes feel like I'm being drugged by momentum. That is the you best know? thing ever. Big Mo is dragging me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and you know the the danger there is you take your foot off. Right. You know, you don't want to take your foot off the gas no. though. You want to keep Big Mo going. Let it right. drag you for a day or two. <laughs> right. But no more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm uh, the dismantling for me is learning partly um you know, you've said it to me many times, but as far as like delegation and things like leverage, that, use le- the leverage, yeah, that's like, available to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not feeling like I have to take everything on myself. Um, so that I think that's where I've been really di- being dismantled in in that way of learning that I need to be able to let go of some things. Um, Doctor Nathan said yesterday in the meeting that he realized that he has to, you know, if there's somebody who can do the job eighty percent of what. What he can do, mm-hmm. he has to, number one, be able to let them do that and then be okay with the fact that 80% is good enough. Yes. Otherwise, we'll get drugged down by Big Mo because mm-hmm. um, there sometimes can be just so much going on. You can't take it on yourself. Totally. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I have been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flippin' Off podcast. Totally. totally. That's great. That's great. Hey, Frank. <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's hear from you. Oh, all right. Oh, you did a Christian. Did a there Christian. you go. Uh, it's, um, you know, aside from sitting here, uh, we've had conversations about all of the different things that were taking place and um, people having growth systems that we're putting in place to capture and take full opportunity of that growth that's happening, which we never actually did before. So um, for me, the dismantling, um, you know, restoration, growth, has, what I feel is like a big, um, I don't want to say mask, but yeah, like just all the um, uh, stuff that that we do to show that we got this, why why I can do that deal and I can do this and I, I got it and then going, no, I can't actually, I need a team and I need all these people because, um, you know, life happens and when you don't plan or you don't consider that stuff could happen and then it does, like you find yourself like, like, I need a team. I don't have one. I'm so yes, I'm drowning. So um, for me, the rest, the dismantling and restoration taking place simultaneously, mm. because it's not like business stops. No, no. You know, no. like for me in the past, I start hitting walls and challenges. Business would stop, and mm. I think and I'd ponder. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it feels like we we are more on the same page, and I feel more comfortable asking for help, and I feel. Uh, more transparent and uh, more vulnerable and allowing so that um, I don't get stuck. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I walked a property with um, David. Yeah. And usually a lead would come in. I'll go walk it. I'll go handle it. And they say, hey, you want to come check this out? So for whatever reason, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to – I got this lead. I'm going to bring somebody with me. And, right now. And for, in my opinion, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel a lot more um, – I think in that there's uh, like insecurities 
that are um, going away. Like mm-hmm. instead of pretending you don't have insecurities or pride or ego, it's like just push it in the side. It's like that doesn't help me to grow and move forward and actually work on the things that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. So I, I think everybody had a different experience about themselves personally, mm-hmm. but it's still like kind of the same thing, moving towards the same area. We all just had different challenges um, that we had to overcome because of the different personalities that we have. Of course. And I think um, as a coach working with students um, this year in that um, being more vulnerable and sharing more of my struggles with them, mm-hmm. I feel like I've connected better with them, that they're having better results, that it's easier for them to come to me with questions because I've been more vulnerable about where my challenges are. And so that rebuilding and for 2020, I feel like we have a lot of momentum. I, and, and and for the first time, I don't feel like the momentum's dragging me along, like you mentioned, like because that that has happened. Because I have, I feel like I have a team and support, mm-hmm. and I've I, I'm more comfortable reaching out um, and getting that help. Awesome, that's great. That's great. Thank you. Hey, Christian. Hello. So I I was writing some notes because mm-hmm. all you guys were hitting on <laughs> such good good things, and um, what I wanted to go back to is what you shared, Melina. You know, twenty. The first, like January 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. uh, when you told me and John that, hey, you know, 2019 isn't our year. And <laughs> I remember hearing that and gave you a hug. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then after, <laughs> yeah, me and John are like, dude, what is she talking about? You know, like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? I was like, I, I have, you know, I, Debbie Downer. I, I made goals and I want to hit them. And, kill it. <laughs> yeah. So what what's interesting is it's kind of like what, what Oscar said and, like, I, you know, I was, I, this year has been like, as far as financial and mm-hmm. like closing deals, it's been there, but it has been just a year of, of pruning. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting like Nathan and Angela involved, uh, what, what we're all really good on, what was clearly articulated is we're very good at managing ourselves, but now we're in a position where if we want to really grow it and, and, you know, duplicate it, we have to be really good at, at managing others. Mm-hmm. And that for me is like what, what I feel like I've been, you know, growing into and, and that's a lifelong, uh, you know, process. So I've, um, I've enjoyed, you know, some parts of 2019, some parts have been, you know, real, a real, yeah, painful. yeah, painful and a struggle, but I, um, I, I definitely think it, it was, um, it was a year of pruning and, and something that you hit on where you're very clear on where we're going, you know, for the for the next five years. I heard a, a quote recently uh, and it said, people, people overestimate what they can do in one year, mm-hmm. but they underestimate mm-hmm. what they can do in five years. Absolutely. And I think that's so huge, even for new club mm-hmm. club members coming in for all of us. We, we had some very ambitious goals this mm-hmm. year and you know, we've hit a lot of them, mm-hmm. but we're, I think we're still underestimating what we are going to do in five years, okay. which is going to be super cool. Um, you know, super cool to see. I know David hit on clarity and that's, that's actually my, you know, my word for, uh, 20, 2020. And I just feel that's where we are, you know, what exactly what you said, moving forward as a club, uh, you know, clarity on expectations, clarity on roles, uh, clarity for myself on what, you know, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, what gives me life, you know, just Mm -hmm. being very clear of that. So I'm excited for 2020. I think, um, you know, this last club meeting was great and I really believe we're, we're entering a season of spring and and spring is, is an opportunity season. Mm -hmm. And, 
uh, I love, you know, the, the saying of, you know, you don't want to be a farmer that still has seeds in their basket. You don't want right. that season to pass. So if you're going to be joining us and you're going to be entering a season of spring, you better, you know, you better hop on and, and, and start planting. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. That's interesting. I, I do believe, you know, that's, that's a really interesting thing that you just said right now, like really hit me, um, in that, um, I've been in winter and, um, spring follows winter and my word for 2020 is live. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Marianne. Hello. <clears throat> So I'm sitting here and I'm marinating with everything you guys said about dismantling and rebuilding. And I'm thinking, okay, what is Hawaii? What is it about, you know, what we're doing in Hawaii? Because obviously we're just uh, building, yeah. right? We're, we're, we're ground up. And so for me initially, I'm thinking, okay, what do we do as far as building Hawaii? And what I found looking back is it was, you know, my th first thought was, okay, building the business. But in reality, it actually was, for me, spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And um, just thinking back about that, and um, November 26th, I shared this story before. At 3 o'clock in the morning, I got woken up, and there was this word just, just pounding in my head, and the word was stored. And I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what you're trying to tell me, but I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> and I try to go back to sleep. <laughs> November 26, 2018. Like 2018. 18. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. And <laughs> and he kept at it. And I'm like, frick, he kept at it, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm up. What does that mean? And it was like, is that my word for 2019? Mm -hmm, and. And I was thinking, but it actually felt like it was a word for Hawaii, mm. right? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're being blessed by you folks to be able to do this in Hawaii and with your guidance and with your support. And I just felt so deep that, hey, we, we, we got to do right. You know, we've been given this responsibility and it's kind of scary mm -hmm. because the growth we've um, experienced in what, from July to now, is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's scary because they they look to you for guidance and we're like, oh my God, do we really know what we're doing? And it's so <laughs> so it's so nice to be around you folks because there's so many nuggets and so much things that we can grab from you folks and, and yeah. take it to Hawaii. But it it's it's scary. But yeah. it's exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting to very to exciting. To that. So I'm looking forward to twenty twenty. Awesome. Awesome. It is funny that I knew we were gonna be building you know, January 1 of 2019. Uh, I, I don't think I even recognized or had any any idea of how Hawaii was going to be building, how we were going to be building it, which is in my mind why it's so powerful and why it works because I know the way I, I live my life and run my business is that I need, uh, you know, less of me. I, I know when I, when I sit back, and, uh, and I let God work in my life then, and I just show up. And that is, that is how I've been operating since March of 2018. It was like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, I need you to lead God and I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what you say. And so that is exactly what we've done. And I can't even take, we, I don't think any of us can actually take all the credit for where we've gone this last year, you know, not even a possibility. So, so thank you. Um, and, uh, 
Joel, can we hear from you? Although, Marianne, why don't you just share my most favorite, the most profound quote of all time? The question, the question you should ask everybody. The question of 2019. Is, are you looking for a deal or are you looking to build your business? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear from you, Joel. <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, one of the things I'd like to acknowledge just in terms of um, building momentum in Hawaii, um, it really started with you guys, with mm -hmm. the club. And this club has been in the making for, what, 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. So there's a lot of sweat equity there, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of sweat equity that we leveraged in Hawaii. And that's why we went from not having anybody to over 40 club members mm -hmm. in Hawaii. It was really because of the sweat equity that was built out of the club. Mm -hmm. One of the terms that I would also like to introduce is uh, innovation. And one of the things with innovation, um, whether you can see it via the web or your iPhone, is technology, uh, part of it is it's always reinventing itself. Mm -hmm. Meaning there's parts, we call it pruning. In technology, they call it deprecating. Uh -huh. So meaning deprecating, meaning features that don't really work for the users anymore uh. to make room for new features. Mm. Yes. So one of the big things from... Uh, club perspective is uh, in terms of building momentum, uh, leveraging um, innovation. And that's not only in terms of technology, but in terms of processes. Yes. And I think uh, we are at this tipping point of really bringing it together. And if you see Hawaii, I mean, the reason why Hawaii is where it is today is because of the club. Mm -hmm. There's just no way that you can go from zero to 40 in just a few months. Yeah. And it's really based on momentum. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the uh, lenses that we look at is, it wasn't a year of rebuilding for us, it was brand new construction. Yeah. And we, we built this house <laughs> in six months. That is just unreal to me. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a really fresh way of looking at things. Yeah. And it's because of, the sweat equity, and if you were to peel that, it's the best practices, the things that worked and worked really well, right. as well as the lessons learned, the things that didn't work so well. Mm -hmm. For us, um, we can take those lessons learned and say, okay, we're not doing that, yeah. and we're doing things better. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that we can do, being the fact that we're on this small island <laughs> in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, is uh, we are the gateway to Asia-Pacific we are the gathering place for, for 1.3 million people coming from a variety of different areas. Uh, we can be the test bed. Yeah. And I think part of innovation is there's a methodology today called design thinking. Mm -hmm. And part of design thinking is exercising muscles so that you can solve problems that haven't come out yet. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big things in that is to ideate. So... That is the whole process of coming up with new innovative things on how we do things today. Mm. So I think Hawaii, in terms of helping with Big Mo, is not only consuming a lot of the sweat equity from the club, uh, but also giving back mm -hmm. and finding new ways to do things better, mm -hmm. faster, with a lot more velocity, a lot more <laughs> effectiveness. Pow. Mm. Boom, chakalaka. All righty, Andrew. That's your El Jefe right Jeez. there. <laughs> yeah. um, so a couple of things, I guess, for me. Um, 
I think in the beginning of this year, I kind of thought I had an idea of what it was going to look like. Um, I, I, I think I thought that, you know, you talked about building and how we were going to change everything. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, this is going to be a year of rebuilding the club. Sweet. Um, wow. I had no idea, like, how much that was actually going to require of me to grow. <laughs> um, and it's been a couple of things, I guess um, – a couple of the biggest things for me was that when I first moved to Hawaii, I think it, it was put in my face that I was going to have to grow a lot personally. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought or what that part of that meant and what I was kind of clear on was that um, I was put in a position where I was going to have to coach people. So like most of my life, you know, we were talking about it last night. I've always been kind of the – I'm the guy who's pointed and said, go do this, and then mm-hmm. I can go get stuff done, right? Um, not having that direction made me grow a lot more. Um, I mean, I knew, had an idea of what we were going to do and everything, but it still wasn't. You got dropped on an island. Yeah, you got <laughs> dropped on an island. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess I, I think the biggest thing for me, though, um, is that, and it's crazy listening to Joel talk, man. I can bear, it's, um brings up a lot of emotion in me, but he always says very profo- profound things. And, yeah. um, you know, one of the things that he says a lot that has really – stuck with me a lot. And one of the things that, you know, he says that we're, we're building off of momentum from the club, but a lot of that is really because of, um, of his experience and what he's brought into it. He always says that, you know, when it comes to real estate, you know, you don't want to like, if, if somebody said to you, you know, with like Apple has the iPhone 10, right. And if somebody said to you, Hey, go build a brand new iPhone, that's better. Do you think you could do it? No. And it's like, yeah, no, no way. You know, they have 10 plus years into this phone. Well, what if we gave you the blueprints for the iPhone 10, and said, go build off of this and make it better. <laughs> and, um, like, the truth is, is he put his money where his mouth is. He actually put um, feet to his words because the truth is, is that a lot of what we'd experienced and the momentum and the reason that we have it is because Joel has brought his expertise and stuff and, and his experience from other businesses and poured it directly into the club. Mm-hmm. It's made me, like, I thought, again, I thought I was going to grow on having to coach, but he's pushing me to grow in my mind in a different way than I ever expected. It's not... It's not just, hey, how do we duplicate this? It's how do we how do we make this better while we're duplicating it? Yes. Like how can we take the momentum and build even better off of that to make a better user experience, if you will? Depre- um, what did you say? Deprecation? Is that what you yeah. Said? Deprecate, yeah. Deprecate, yeah. It's bl- that that has been the biggest, I think probably the single biggest growth for me in my mind is is actually um, learning and getting tips and and how to actually build a business. It's not just mm-hmm you know, how to do real estate. Like we're, we're doing something so much bigger than that. We're every time I meet with them, it's, Hey, how do we improve the experience? What more can we do? Um, how do we give back more? How do we help them more? It's like, it's just changed my perspective completely on everything. And it's forced me to grow mentally in a way that I didn't even know I was going to have to at all, especially not this early in my life. Um, <laughs> you know, 25. so yeah. yeah, you're going to be 26 in a few, in a few weeks, buddy. Uh, creeping on 30. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're yeah. closer to 30 now than you are to 20. <laughs> I know. It's crap. It's not supposed to no. It's, uh, I just I wanted to acknowledge that, though, first and foremost, yeah. that that's probably been the single biggest, like, the growth that I've had personally has been because of Joel and Marianne. That's, that's, that's why, truthfully. Um, and I'm very grateful. I love you. <laughs> I'm just amazed because I remember in the past – I remember in the past just uh, um, seeing some of the videos as we were um, embarking on um, starting up um, NWAC Hawaii, and I would always see 
Andrew in the background, and he was the hug guy. He was the guy in the back giving the hugs, but he was never in the front. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to me that, you know, when I see him up there, I'm like, wow, this yeah. he, it's effortless, mm-hmm. you know, and just, mm-hmm. just his command presence uh, it definitely reminds me of Dave. Yeah, he said, oh, he's never in the front of the room. I'm going to fix that. <laughs> and to mentor people that are like double his age is yeah. amazing. And, and he, they, you can see the respect they have for him. Mm-hmm. Even though he's so much younger than they are, just amazing. So awesome. Yeah, he's going. <laughs> yeah, from from my perspective, I, I, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. There is, there was one Saturday when um, I was in. We were on the Big Island. Actually, it was the first time we were doing a an introduction uh, in Kona. And uh, so I was, it was a Saturday morning and I was sitting there in the, uh, the real estate, uh, the realtors uh, board. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their conference room. We were doing an introduction and Andrew was actually up doing the introduction <laughs> and I was sitting there and I got a picture of David in Riverside <laughs> closing uh, the introduction in Riverside. And I just sat there in a moment of... Um, feeling like this is surreal that we are, you know, in two different places at the same time and that both, you know, the Boswell boys were, were stepping into and owning their position uh, with the company. So it's really, it's really interesting. Um, Marianne, thank you for, and Joel, both of you, thank you for sharing that about, about them. Um, As, as we were sitting here, Uh, I was thinking to myself, um, like, you know, how proud Dave would be, how proud he, um, I I wonder in his, I wonder if he ever uh, thought that this would be a possibility. I wonder if he ever um, believed it was going to come true. I know that he saw um, and knew David and Andrew and who they could be, and and me, frankly, the way he saw us was through a lens of perfection and how he dedicated his entire life to the three of us, to making us better, to making us um, the best we could ever be. I think starting first, keeping us safe, and then making us better. And uh, so I just felt like today I just wanted to say oh, Merry Christmas, Dave. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, hey, this is the Boswells and NWAC, and we're flipping off. I'm Melina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club. <laughs>